Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everybody? It's a Power Rankings podcast, aka the Power Rankings Show. Power Rankings Show short. I'm your host, Elliot Harrison. I'm with the one and only, as usual, per the usual, at Marcus underscore Mosher, who called me and brought up a really interesting point. He was really fired up about this. He called me on Sunday night when I'm like half asleep on the couch watching, uh, I think I was watching Jerry Maguire. Yeah. 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 And his question was, hey, Steelers took a quarterback in the first round last year. Uh, is it a mistake if they take another quarterback this year, either day two or day three? I thought... No, it's not a bad idea, but you got some backlash. So what what were you thinking? Yeah, I just we saw Kenny Pickett as a rookie, a first round pick, have an up and down rookie season. I I don't think Pittsburgh's panicking at all, but he did have two concussions, and I really like a lot of the day three quarterbacks in this class. And with Pittsburgh uh, only having Mitch Trubisky on a one year deal, why not take a chance on a third, fourth round quarterback, especially in a draft where you have some extra picks? Because you just never know, right? You could draft a guy in the fourth round who could pretty quickly be better than Kenny Pickett. Or maybe that guy develops into a backup quarterback. Or maybe he doesn't make it at all. But the upside of drafting a quarterback in the fourth, fifth round is just worth so much more than getting a special teams linebacker or a fifth receiver or a third running back. Mm, Okay, let's micro this and let's macro this. So let's start with the micro. Uh, I believe Pittsburgh picks in the middle of the third round. Uh, yes, if we're talking about 80. their day two. Okay. 80 is one thing. What about the middle of the second round? Would that, now that, would that bother you? Now, it wouldn't bother me if the right quarterback prospect fell. Like somebody that Pittsburgh had maybe greater than the 20s and he fell to them at 49. That's different. But I think, I don't think there's going to be a guy like that that falls. Because unless I'm mistaken, I, Pittsburgh could use some outside help. They could use some offensive line help. Yep. They could use some interior defensive line help. Uh, they could use some secondary help. Am I missing Absolutely. anything here? Nope. You nailed it. Oh, okay. Um, I'm with you on this. I, I think, you know, to me, it makes sense. I don't know how I feel about a second round pick, but if we're talking mid third round and on, I agree with you. Why not? I mean, Hey man, if you get a quarterback in the fourth, fifth round and they end up being a player, what a boon that is for you. Yes. And there might, and if he ends up starting for you, there might be other teams that say, hey, can we trade for Kenny Pickett? Um, so you always have that. Let me go macro view on you. How about in general? How do you feel about teams taking a first-round quarterback that maybe didn't have a great rookie year? Let's take the injury part of this and the Steelers part of this out of it. Mm-hmm. And then swinging around and taking a quarterback I don't think there's ever a problem with taking a guy late day three, but let's talk about third, fourth round specifically. Well, I think the Eagles are the perfect example of this, right? Now this happened a little bit later, but Carson Wentz, you know, had an MVP caliber season in 2017, 2018, 19 was a little bit up and down, but they spent a second round pick on Jalen hurts. And everybody was wondering why in the world would you spend such a premium asset on a quarterback when you already have your franchise guy and you gave him a bunch of money, it's because you just don't know, right? You don't know what's going to happen to your franchise quarterback. You don't know whether one of these guys is going to eventually pan out. And sometimes you just like a guy or look at Washington when they took RG three at number two 
And then they took Kirk Cousins in the fourth round. The guy that they drafted in the fourth round was significantly better. It just adds, that's the one position that I just want to continue to throw darts at because of it, of its importance. It's not a new thought. Um, I would tell you that teams used to do this a little bit back in the old days because it was just hard with the rules the way that they were to keep the quarterbacks healthy for 16 games. You know, mm-hmm. there's a reason why Brett Favre's consecutive start streak so blew away the closest thing. Um, you know, I think his streak ended up being like two and a half times greater than the guy's mm-hmm. record that he broke, which was Ron Jaworski. So teams needed quarterbacks just for that reason. Now that the rules there are there to protect these guys. It's more about uh, kind of hedging your bets, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, about whether somebody's going to fail or not. Just from a larger viewpoint, I think if your quarterback has a really rough year, his first year, and I think Kenny Pickett had some rough times, it depends on what's the part that's rough. Are they not doing the work? And I'm not saying Kenny Pickett's not doing the work. I'm just saying, hypothetically, right. is it that they have some footwork problems, some accuracy problems, or you really wonder how vested they are in it? If you're wondering how vested they are in it, that they're just happy to be there in the league, then, man, I'm taking a quarterback the yeah. next year. Absolutely. If it's something to do with accuracy and you think the right QB coach can kind of get their mechanics right and you know that the quarterback is putting in the work and the time, then I would be a little bit more hesitant unless we're talking about, again, a seventh-round pick. Right. You you hit you strike gold. I hate to say strike gold with the 49ers, but with Brock Purdy, yep. that's pretty much what happened. So or um, but in yeah. the Steelers case with Kenny Pickett, like he had two concussions, concussions as a rookie. Like, yeah, it's probably not a bad idea to invest a early day three pick on a guy just so you can have him in the system in case Kenny Pickett gets another concussion, knock on wood that that never happens, but you have somebody with some tools and some traits that you can develop. Yeah. I think the real line of demarcation here is, do you want to spend a day two pick at the end of it or a day three pick? Because some people really evaluate or value their third round picks. If you're picking at the back end of the third round, that's one thing. But if you're picking at the front end of the third round, Marcus, you're talking about top 75 player uh, coming out. That's that's a little risky if you just took a quarterback in the first round last year. So I think in Pittsburgh's case, you said it was pick number 80. Uh, yeah. I think that would work out okay. I am with you on this one. Uh, take it to the bank. That's my final thought. Yeah, it just it's just a position that matters so much. And with so many teams in college throwing the ball more than ever, I think we've seen some quarterbacks come in right away and have success. Brock Purdy is a great example, right? Like you can find pretty decent quarterbacks on day three now and have some success. Even Skylar Thompson, who was a <laughs> late seventh round pick, he helped Miami win a huge game last season to get them into the playoffs. I just don't think it's the worst uh, thing in the world to to keep pounding that position. Made some plays against Buffalo in the playoffs yeah. uh, while we're at it. They, they almost snuck one out there, but uh, that's a topic for another day. That's it for us on this Power Ranking Short. Catch Marcus's work on Locked On Cowboys. Uh, he does that with Landon McCool. And of course, you can get him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. I'm at Harrison NFL on Twitter. We appreciate you guys. Until next time, hey, like our podcast. We like that. See you later. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.